Welcome back to another episode of The Authors Unite Show. Here's your host, Tyler Wagner. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode on The Authors Unite Show. We got Sandy Glant today. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks so much for having me, Tyler. Of course. Grateful to have you here. We're like 30 minutes away from each other, I think. So we're close. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, if you can start, uh, just give us a little like introduction, a little bit more about you and what you do. Yeah. So I am a high performance productivity coach. I specifically work with women who have a million things going on. They feel like they can't possibly add one more thing to their plate. What I help them do is streamline those processes and not only add more things to their plate, but the intentional things that they want to be doing. Intentional time with their family, doing the right things in their business that are going to help move them forward. And then that self-care, because that always seems to be the last piece of the puzzle that uh, is the easiest thing to, to forget about and not do. So I help them streamline those processes, make more income and impact. Awesome. Okay. So let's start with like before that, when you were back in uh, Pennsylvania. Yes. Yes. So, oh yeah. We were like 30 minutes away. Then that's, too. That's, that's how we connected. Like we were like, you from Philly? Me, yeah. me too. Yeah. It's so awesome. Yeah. Then I saw when you went up to visit, I think it was over Thanksgiving. You yep. were a, a park i'm blanking on the name of it that i went to when i was a kid Which park it, did we go to? Like, oh the 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 gwenid park yeah yeah I, I, yes what yeah, mercy or something like that or something the the the, the, the big castle park my husband yeah, was castle. obsessed with it he yeah. goes he literally said to me like five times he goes do you think like we could build a park like this maybe like in our backyard i'm like this is insane this park but he was obsessed it was like it's like it's the awesome ever. yeah i grew up going there so i saw on like your me social too. Me like, too. i've been there that's cool. yeah yeah um so before you got into like helping women with productivity what like what did you think you were going to do when you got older like i'm talking like middle school high school what was on your mind man i mean i i was always like I always thought about being a teacher, but I, but part of what I do is being a teacher, right? Like I'm teaching, I'm educating. Um, so in a way I am doing that. Um, but I, but I always loved kids. So I thought, Oh, maybe I'll be like an elementary school teacher. Or I'll be, do, you know, something, uh, yeah. in that area. But then when I got into college, my degree that I got was in communications and broadcast journalism. So I, you know, love being on TV and radio and all the mediums. Um, so again, back to Philly, my Philly roots. Um, yeah. I worked for, for Clear Channel, for Q102 in Philly. Q102, um, oh Q102. yeah, we talked about that. Yes, yeah. yes, I worked uh, in radio. Um, I did promotions. Um, I did an internship with CBS. I had my own little show for philly.com. So like once I got a taste of, you know, the TV and the radio and all of that, I was hooked. And I was like, this is where I want to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. And then it seems, um, well, actually, let me just ask you, is this something that you kind of solved for yourself? And then you realized that a lot of other women were struggling with it. And like, when did this start? Cause like, before we hopped on, you showed me like all your schedules, your yes. planning. And so, so it's even behind me, me, like all of you can, that, can uh, see, yeah. like, you see on my calendars. <laughs> yeah. Like extremely. So is it, did you like hit a, um, I don't know if I call it a breaking point, maybe like a ceiling. And then you were like, I got to get organized. And then you kind of figured it all out. Yeah. yeah. So, so let me take you back for just a yeah. second here. So before, before it was like, what do I want to do? What I actually did, um, you know, after I was, in radio and I did the TV thing for a little bit. Right after college, I had my own business where I was doing event planning. Um, 
right after I graduated, I was hired at a, a country club and I was running the entire events program there. So, so all of the, the weddings, um, the whole events department. So sales, marketing, social media, like I was running all of that and I loved it. But the biggest thing about weddings and any type of event planning is the planning part of that is the, the scheduling and, you know, coordinating, uh, all of the, the florists and the cater, like all of that kind of stuff that goes into what would make up, like, imagine like the biggest day of your life, right? Like yeah. all of that. So the big, the huge component in wedding planning and what I did was the planning part of it. And I loved it. Like I had all these files on my desk of like, you know, the whole, instead of like a sales cycle, it was like my, um, my, my clients that had already closed deals with me. And then it was like my prospective clients. And then it was like, I mean, I, for me, like Tyler, you know, I have files and calendars and like, (laughs) I live by my systems, like my kids and their schedules, like to me. And I say this with my clients as well. It sounds so like counterintuitive, but when you, the more you're scheduled and the more you're programmed, um, especially when you have a million things going on, the more freedom you have, because you know, okay, well, you know, during this time, I'm going to have a break to go get lunch or to put the baby down or to, to be on my coaching calls or whatever I need to do. And what I will say is you can plan, right? Like my whole business is about planning and organization and time management, but like, let's be real life happens and things don't always go according to plan. Right. And especially when I'm coaching these women and moms and business owners, we all know like life doesn't go, you know, kids get sick. You and I were supposed to be doing this live. And I was like, I'm sleep training now. And I didn't sleep last night, you know? So there's <laughs> always things that you just don't, and, and you just could never plan for. Um, so that element of the planning um, was huge for me when I was doing the wedding planning. And I was in that business for about six years. And then fast forward a little bit um, to when I moved down to Miami and I got into the coaching space. And with that, when for me, all of the systems and all the processes really, really like went and were like such an asset to me was after I had my baby. And because like, look, when you're single or when you're married, like it's just you and your husband or your wife. Um, and there's no one else to take care of. There's no kids running around. I mean, you might have a dog or a cat to look after, but I mean, when you, it's, yeah, it's so much easier. And, and, you know, becoming a new mom was like a shock to my world, right? Like to me, and now I have two, it was so much, um, eye-opening, an awakening from none to one than it was from one to two. One to two, you're like, I've done this before. I know what I'm doing. I mean, for the most part, you know, you, mm. you've, you've gone on the rodeo a few times, right? But like one, zero to nine, you're like, oh my God, your life just gets flipped upside down. And you're like, well, now what? Like I have a business and I have a husband and I have my own stuff I want to take care of, but I literally cannot, I'm like attached to this baby um, and for everything, for all its needs. And how do I operate my life now based on, this new component, right? Like, what do I do? So for me, all of the planning processes, and this is why, why for me in my business, I work specifically with women. I get it. I've been there. I know what it's like to feel like being on that never ending hamster wheel of, 
well, I have all these obligations, whether it's at home or at work, but how do I do it? Like, how do I actually do it and get it done? And um, I know we're going to get into this a little bit, but in my book, in my best-selling book, Slayer Day, um, thanks to you, Tyler, um, you know, I talk about the things that you need to be prioritizing. Like, what is urgent to you? What's important to you? Uh, what are the things that you have to do versus things that maybe you can delegate, that you can give to someone else, or that you can totally just take off your plate, maybe forever, maybe just for right now. Um, but at the end of the day, these systems dramatically help me in my own life and with the clients that I work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One, one thing I want to bring up is like systems give you freedom. And yes. I, it's, it's funny because I was actually a person when I first started out, because I had that like lifestyle entrepreneur kind of like I had seen it all over Instagram. I started my business authors unite. I'm in my early twenties doing well. And I was like, I don't want to like have be too rigid in my systems because then I'm not like free. Right. Like right. It, just, it felt like I was going to be like robotic or something. Right. Actually, right. once you build yourself the systems, it actually provides yep. you more, like that's yeah. how you're able. And to then think. you can scale. I exactly, mean, yeah. like, that's what we want to do. You don't want to be confined to, okay, I'm doing this, this, and this every single day, because it seems like, well, I'm doing the same thing over and over again, but, but guess what? That consistency is what's going to allow you to scale to that next level. And then also say, okay, well, now that I have this thing done, maybe I can like give that off to someone else. Maybe I can, can, exactly. can delegate that. Right. But until you get your systems down, you cannot give that off to someone else because you don't even know what works, right? Exactly. So it's like, again, creating that uh, consistency in what you're doing, but then also saying like, you know, there is, there's freedom in the system. <laughs> Definitely. And actually recognizing that's one thing that I do like bi-weekly is I will kind of just sit back and be like, what am I doing repetitively mm-hmm. that is like, I don't, I'm trying to work like kind of below my pay grade in a or like, who yeah, can I outsource this? Absolutely. To? And there's a lot like you, because without systems, you just get lost in the busyness. Yeah. And yeah. then you're like, I'm busy, I'm busy. And then like, you realize like you're doing tasks that like you could hire absolutely. a virtual assistant for. Absolutely. Um, with my assistant, when I hired yeah. her, I had a long list, like, and again, with my list, um, <laughs> I, I categorize them. So, so it was like Facebook groups, social media, newsletter, YouTube, like it was all the things that I was doing that I was like, someone else needs to do this. But what I did with my assistant was I said, I know myself and I know if I give this list to someone and I say, just go at it and do it your own way. And if it's not to, to up to par as to how I want it done, I'll be like, screw it. I'll do it myself. And that's the complete opposite reason of why I was hiring someone to do it in the first place. So what I did is I took that list and I said, I'm going to just give you line item number one. And I want you to get amazing at this. And I want you to understand how this, how this goes, right? Because I always hire to another person's strengths. Like I'm not going to hire the person to edit my podcast the same way I'm going to have some, my, my content creator, like make a graphic for me because Mm -hmm. it's just like not the same zone of genius. So, so what I did with her is I walked her through and I said, where are your strengths? What are the things that you're amazing at and that you can do? Let's pull those out and then one by one have you implement. So week one, when you start working with me, you're not inundated with like a million things and you have no idea where to start or what to do. And then I get frustrated because it's not done the way I want it to get done. So we took it line item by line item. And like every few days we'd, or every few weeks we would add, depending on how big the task was, cause some, some are bigger than others, we would add on. So now for as long as she's been working with me, 
I can add on to her, you know, what she needs to do because the things that maybe took her longer in the beginning, she's like, boom, 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 boom. She knows my, my, my voice. She knows the things that I would say or not say. I mean, I handed her my book. I said, pull out any quote from here that you would want to pull out. So I do have to say, if you hire someone um, and you have a book or any type of content that you can give to them um, to get to know your style um, the way that you would talk or speak it, that's, that was a huge asset for her to be able to go through and literally like highlight quotes, pull out, you know, anything in there and then just match up with graphics. And, and literally you could go off that content for years. Definitely. Yeah. And, and they're like employees are investments, right? So it's like yep. definitely in the beginning, like it's a little bit more work for you to train, right? But that, like I've had some of the same virtual assistants for like three years now. Yeah. And it's like, they just get me now. And I'm exactly. like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Like, and yes. you can start to kind of, and that's one of the things, just like you said, like, I don't ever want anybody working for me to like do things they don't actually like doing. Yeah. You can see that in the work. Like it's, yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Finding their zone of genius. And like, do you actually want to spend eight hours a day doing this? Like, so right. it's a good thing. Yeah. Because you know, then, then like to me, and I, this is what I teach my clients on is, you know, once you start to outsource those things, once you start to delegate those things, your time frees up for the things that I call And in my book, I call them the money-making moves. So doing the things that are going to help to move the ball forward. Like for me right now, I am the only one that is coaching my clients. There's not like another Sandy Glant that I can hire. That's going to be exactly me to do that. Right. Yeah. Um, there's you and I are on this interview right now, right. While we're doing that, she's posting some content for me. She's making the content like that's essentially duplicating yourself. Right. Like I know I joke with my husband all the time and I always say, I, I need to like duplicate someone, which we do in a way in our home, um, you know, for the laundry, for the meals. And we do, we have someone that comes to the house so I can spend time with my kids, you know? So, so when I, when I was saying in my bio in the beginning about like what I do with these women and how I help them create that intentional time, both in their business and with their families, these are things that I've been doing for a while and that I've had so much success with. It's not just in business and it's not just with family, it's with both. So you get to start to create the lifestyle that you want to live. And you're not like, oh my God, I'm missing time out with my kids because all we ever do is like clean the house on a Saturday or Sunday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause it, you have it mapped out. You actually right. know. And I think that's the beauty in the systems is that you, I'm assuming you probably have like areas of time that you're like, okay, I'm not going to think about work here. Yeah. Um, oh, a hundred percent. My kids. Absolutely. Systems, you wouldn't have that. Absolutely. Um, so I wanted to ask too, where, oh, I lost the question. Come back. It'll, it'll come back at some point. Um, but for your, like, what's your typical like day week? Do you, do you have like monthly things that you do and weekly things or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's that kind of, well, obviously so, you have monthly cause I can. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so I'll kind of break down how I schedule out like my, everything, my months, yeah. my content, you know, I have a program that's called plan your perfect year. And then within that it's planning your months, like all your content and everything that goes into that. So what you see behind me, and for those that are just listening on audio, I have four calendars behind me. So it's the month that we're currently in, which is January, which is over here. Well, December, January, February, March. So with that, what I do is I'm always projecting out the quarter, like the quarter ahead. Right. Mm -hmm. And then what you can see is on like in front of me on my desk, like right below my camera here on my calendar, I have three topics and it's projects, daily to do's, and then goals. Mm -hmm. And what I do is they all funnel into each other. 
So if I look at the goals and I say, what do I want to accomplish this month? Right. Cause like the big, all the calendars are like, okay, what am I, you know, doing in January? What am I promoting? What am I, you know, wh where's the focus? Yeah, so this is overall. like the big picture, right? So this is the umbrella, the big picture. And then we get very granular. And what I mean by that is what projects am I focusing on that month? What are the dailies? Like that is extremely granular when you break that down and you say, okay, based on my goals and my projects, what am I doing every single day? Because I think a lot of people get so caught up in like, what's the magic pill that I'm going to take or the magic like potion that is going to bring me success. You guys, all it is, is small steps every single day and creating that momentum and having the consistency, right? Like you don't write a book in an hour. You don't write a book in a day. I mean, maybe some people do, but like most people don't write a book in a day. I mean, Tyler, I'm sure you can yeah. attest to this, right? I like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, like you want to focus on, if I want to write the book, if I want to launch the podcast, if I want to have, um, I don't know, the coaching program, like what are the small steps that are going to take me to get there? So that would be a goal. Like a book would be, I want to write a book. So if for you, and again, maybe you're busy with your other businesses and your family and your kids and, and your self-care, I would say a good target for that goal would be under my dailies. I would say every day I'm going to write for an hour or every day I'm going to write for 30 minutes, right? Because without those dailies, it's impossible to get to the goal. So all of my, my daily to-dos, my projects and my goals, they all funnel into each other, meaning that whatever the big goal is, there's smaller action step targets that are going into hitting that goal. And then with my dailies, most of those things are things that I am not doing, like my assistant's doing, right? So like, for instance, what I have just right in front of me is like um, my Instagram stories, um, interacting on my social media, like fa um, Facebook groups, right? Yeah. Like all of that content, it's me because my assistant is taking content from all of my videos. Like I'll do a video training. We'll repurpose that video. She'll pull out quotes. She'll pull out, um, you know, whatever the content, the juice, the meat was in there and we'll repurpose that. So that's another great way to really utilize your time in a super smart way because you do something one time and you can repurpose it over and over and over again across all the different platforms. And you only did it one time, but you find someone to repurpose that content for you. So you don't have to do it, but you still are omnipresent. And you get to show up everywhere. Mm -hmm. So that, that, that is what I was going to ask you. That was perfect. Is like, what's your main source of like getting clients? Like, is it social media or like how, how do you currently so, lead generate? Yeah. Yeah. So for sure, social media, um, because I mean, you and I were talking about clubhouse a little bit earlier and that's, yeah. that's like a totally new platform. But, um, for me, it's social media. I have, uh, a couple groups. I have a couple groups that I run on Facebook and that's where I like house, um, most of my new clients that come in, they'll find me through social media. It'll be from a live that I'm doing clubhouse. I mean, I can't even tell you, you pick up new followers or which is insane for organic reach. It's yeah. amazing. Um, so they find you through there. You nurture them through like your stories, the content that you're putting out. And then I funnel them into a Facebook group where I'm showing up there once a week doing live trainings. I'm talking about my programs, my coaching, my courses, my book. And then from that point, you're creating that relationship. And a lot of times too, it's from a referral. It's someone that says, oh my God, I worked with Sandy for 12 months, six months, whatever. And these are the results I got. And then we end up in a conversation and then I have people reaching out to me, Hey, so-and-so told me they did coaching with you. How do I get some more information? So, you know, it's part of that, that culture of creating that, um, 
within those Facebook groups, I'm, I'm going live in there. I'm showing up where I need to show up on the platforms. And again, it just really boils down to consistency because I tell my clients all the time, if you want to grow, you have to show up for your people. Like mm -hmm. you can't just, you can't just want people to show up and like all of a sudden they appear, right? Like you have to put in the work for them as well. It's a, it's a, it's, it's that relationship where it's not just I'm taking, 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 you have to give in order uh, to get. So really Definitely. giving that relationship. And, and, you know, again, it takes time, time and effort and the consistency because it doesn't just happen overnight. Um, same thing, you know, when you're building your brand, like what do people know you as? And, you know, you and I were talking about this right before we press play. I'm like, let's get this on, let's record this, <laughs> you know, but I was saying like, I didn't write a book to make money. It wasn't like, you know, I'm going to write a book and make millions of dollars off of a book. No, yeah. it was because I know that by writing a book, it's another way for someone to tap into what I'm doing to then further them on the path, whatever that looks like with me. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause I have coaching programs that are thousands of dollars and they may not be there yet, but if they come in at, let's say a $19 price point book, and then they start to same thing, like a free podcast or a free, um, Instagram training, right? Definitely, yeah. Get to know me. Who am I? What am I talking about? What are my trainings? Get that free content, get to know me. Let's build a relationship and then go on that journey because it's very rare that people are going to invest thousands of dollars with you. Just, I mean, yes, it does happen. Um, but you really want to cultivate that relationship with them. Like what are their wants? What are their needs? What are they really going after? Um, and a great way to do that is when you have a piece of content like a book or a podcast or doing these videos where they can get to know you. Yeah, like if you over deliver on the free content or very cheap content, mm -hmm. um, then it makes it that much easier because they read the book and they're like, okay, this was worth thousands of dollars to me. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, I can work one-on-one -on -one with her for thousands, right. for tens of thousands. Um, so an idea for you, and I think we were kind of talking about this, but I feel like, cause that's what I love about productivity. Like that niche is yeah. it's so wide, like, like, and everybody needs it. Yeah. And, um, like corporations. And I think I've told like, that's how we built authors unite is off of like partnerships. Yeah. So a lot of uh, publishers refer to us to do the marketing. And so for you on your end, I'm, I'm just thinking like an idea would be to connect with maybe like HR departments. Yeah. Yeah. And like, maybe they could refer you to their company to do like mm -hmm. productivity trainings for the, yeah. Company. Um, yeah. and you know, corporate money's is, is good yes. money because yes. uh, it's not, it's not real money. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I got a budget. It's not coming out of my account. So, right. Right. Absolutely. And the nice thing is too, is, you know, like companies that invest in their employees in that self care, personal development, you know, for them, well, one, sometimes they're required to do it, but two, yeah. you know, they're investing in their people. So, so for them, like if they want to dig deeper, it's like, okay, well, I was given this. Now I can dive in a little bit deeper on my own. And exactly. that's the employee that you want to have is the one that's doing their own personal development. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you about this. So, um, cause there's actually, there's a couple, um, that I'm, I'm friends with the guy's name's Dan Martell mm -hmm. and him and his wife, they have actually, they have two. Did you just have a son as well? Yeah. Two, oh, boy, okay. two boys. They have two boys too. And they, um, she came out with this thing called family Academy and it's basically, they're very like productive. They do quarterly, um, um, like retreats, just them two. So yeah. I'm sure, like you and Jared, like, do you guys have like an overarching, like mission goal together? And like, and, like, how do you guys get on the same page and what are you guys yeah. trying to do? It's so funny. Cause we literally last night and then new year's day, 
we, this was like our topic of conversation. And what we did was we said, like, where do we want to improve? Because at the end of the day, like we just had a baby, my son will be uh, six months tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I always say to the moms out there, the first six months th- is the hardest because you're like getting in. And again, for me, obviously the systems person, like trying to get the baby on a routine and a schedule. And you, you know, it takes a little while to do that. So we, yeah. we've started to see the light at the end of the tunnel now that he's almost six months and like you get to get back to you and the relationship and the let's go do a date night together. Or let's go, you know, whatever it is, having that time together. And, and our, both of our boys were going down so late because sleep training hadn't started yet. And my, my older son, the three-year-old was like, let me stay up and watch movies with daddy while mommy's with the baby. Like the routine had gone a little bit to the left. <laughs> so we were like, let's reel it back in. So um, four nights ago, I mean, this was super new. Um, we got, we started sleep training our baby, meaning, you know, like, again, for all the moms or people who aren't familiar with this, it's just simply getting the baby on a schedule where they're sleeping through the night. They're not waking up for feedings. Like I said, he's almost six months. So he's ready to do that on his own. And he was just showing signs that he was ready for this. So we got our baby down by seven o'clock and then we were getting the toddler down by eight o'clock. So now when we go to bed at 10, we have two hours to ourselves. And that this was like, it's been six months of like, maybe we get it, maybe we don't. That super unpredictability of like, who knows when we're going to have time together. It's almost like two passing ships in the night. You're like, hi, bye. Like, you know, (laughs) just very, very. And again, it it comes with the territory of having a new baby, which we knew. Um, With that being said, the past couple of nights, so we have these little cards that we do and they're little um, like relationship cards, right? And we just say like, what do we want to work on? Our communication, our date night, like where do we want to be? And for us, like, and and we said this um, collectively, you know, we said we want to be the best parents we can be, but partners first. And then we want to be that example for our kids because everything, like nothing operates well when the relationship is off. The business part of it, you know, suffers, the kids see, feel the tension, you know, in the home. So when that is like, you put that at the forefront and you're like, I see how important this is. It changes everything for the better. So what we said is um, a big thing for us is not date nights, but day dates, because we can get the kids down for a nap. Grandma can come over. We can get out of the house. We can do the day date. And then we said like every other week, we'll do the date night, you know, but, but really prioritizing that for ourselves because everything else only gets better when the relationship is good and going and flowing and like everything's good. So for us, we just said, you know what? Now we're gonna like put some more attention on this. We, everything's going amazing with the businesses and the babies. And now it's like our time and we need to get that back because if you don't, again, it's everything else kind of like it works but it works amazing when you guys, you and your partner on the same page. So that's where we're at now. And it's been amazing having this time back together because for, you know, but, but again, like I said, it comes, everything's ebbs and flows, right? Like everything's cyclical. So, you know, it's up, it's down and you have to just do the best you can to like navigate those times. And kids, they do, they throw in that unpredictable because like I can, yeah, yeah, I can have a plan and like, there's really no, nothing unpredictable. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It makes sense. And yeah, I I saw, I think you guys were at a poppy steak a couple weeks ago. Yeah. 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 
Did you get the poppy steak or what? what I what? think we did. I think it was like a set menu. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. Um, but it gotcha. was, but it was, yeah. They they do the thing with the with the steam or the you yeah. know. So I think that we definitely had that. <laughs> it's a cool. Yeah, no, I noticed because I live like right down the road from it, and I, oh, saw, nice. I was like, oh, they're all there. That's sick. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a fun place. So um, good. So from the, let's talk about the book a little bit more to dive mm -hmm. into some details. Cause then I think, yeah. um, you know, people can walk away with some like strategies that they yeah. can put, um, to work. So how does the, like, how do you kind of lay it out? Like from start to finish, how does the book kind of go? Yeah. Sense? So the, the beginning of the book, I kind of, what we were talking about here is I, I share with you my background, right? So like I explained, I go into a little bit about like, first of all, who am I, why am I writing about this book and why is it why has it been such, so impactful for me and for my clients? And, you know, to answer that question in my own life, I didn't grow up with systems and I really wanted like the reader to understand. I did not grow up with that. It's not something that was like ingrained in me from a young age. Cause a lot of people think, oh my God, Sandy's so, you know, she's got her time management down and she's super strict on her regimens and her productivity, but I didn't grow up with that. I want people to understand like, it's not something that you're just born with, right? It's not something that, and yes, you can be born with like wanting to be organized. Like my husband, my father-in-law, my son, they're all like insane about wanting things clean. They're, you know, they're, they're, they're very like- Is that they, like type A personality? Is that kind of- Yeah, like, type A. My, my yeah. father-in-law is like, I have OC, he thinks he has OCD okay. and maybe he does, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> you know, he like, they like things in a certain way. For me, I grew up like the total opposite. So the first part of the book is just, letting the, the reader understand and know, like I didn't come from this and anyone can implement what I share in the book because yeah. you don't have to be, you know, born into a family that that is like me and has like my friends joke with me that I'm like the crazy calendar lady because I have all the calendars, um, you know? So like, you don't have to be born into a family that's super strict and regimented and, you know, all of these things. And for me, I didn't. And yeah. I think a part of that was, not having that and then giving it, learning it for myself, that was like that aha moment of, oh my God, this is a game changer. If you can implement these things, how much of a world of a difference it's going to make for you if you do do it? Because I've seen both. I've seen what life is like without it. And I've seen what life is like and can be like with it, mm -hmm. you know? So I just want, I want the, the reader to understand, like, you don't have to be living that right now, it's your choice if you decide to do that. And then what I do is from there, I dive into the book and I share, you know, my tips and, and some of the strategies because I, I don't, the book is a very short, concise book. And it's that way for a reason, because I didn't want someone, you know, how many times do you pick up a book, Tyler? And you're like, you get halfway through or a few chapters and then you're like, oh, there's another book. And you're like interested in that. And you never end up finishing oh, the first my, book. <laughs> my audible account is like a madman. Like it is like the first hour of like a thousand books. Yes, that exactly. I like go back and forth. It's insane. Exactly. So yeah. I've had um, some amazing women that have read the book and they're like, we love this for a few reasons. And I, and I love getting the feedback, right? Because like you write a book and you think it's the greatest thing in the world, but then you want the feedback of other people. And like, why did they enjoy it? What did they get out of it? And this is the feedback that I got. The first thing was they said, it's super relatable. So they say, I feel like I'm, I'm listening to a girlfriend talk, you know? And, and they're like, I feel like I can hear you in the book. And, and I talk, I type the way I talk, uh, you know? So I, I'm not trying to speak above any level in the sense of like super complicated systems or this or that. Like I want you to take the book and implement. 
And part of that is at the end of each chapter, there's a little bit of homework. And this is exactly what I do with my coaching clients. When we end a, a session, I say, this is your homework now for the next call. And I do that at the end of each chapter. And there's you know, a space in there that they can, they can open the book up and they can journal and they can write through it. Um, but the reason why I do that is because I want them chapter by chapter to make progress. Like, I don't want you to go from chapter one and like then continue on until you do the work from each chapter. And it's not long. There's, there's three questions at the end, right? So like mm -hmm. super easy. And the book is short and concise and it gives you the tips so you can implement from that point forward. It's not, you know, something you're going to be long drawn out. You can read it in a day, a couple hours even, and then implement right away. And, and the tools that are in there, it's, and I imagine it as like a toolkit, right? Like the yeah. more tools in my toolkit that I can pull out and use, the better I'm going to be, the better I'm going to be as a businesswoman, as a wife, as a mother, and the more tools I can get and utilize, like, that's what I want my readers to be able to tap into and pull out and say, okay, like maybe I haven't tried this yet, or maybe I did try this, but let me try this way and, and, and tweak it a little bit. Right. So like the whole purpose of the book is like, I want my readers to, to, to take the book and see what works for them and try one thing at a time or try as many as you feel like are going to work for you. But like, there's tools in there that are going to drastically change the way that you operate your life and that are going to make life easier for you and, and streamline that process for you. So you're not like, feeling again I always uh, give the analogy of like the never-ending hamster wheel like you can, you're on yeah. and you can't get off <laughs> yeah no and I think a lot of people uh, live like that a lot of people like they are as I said before they're kind of they're just caught up in the busyness so right. and when you actually lay it all out you can actually look and sometimes it's it's almost like it's a good thing, but it's almost sad. You're like, oh, wow, I spent four hours a day. Like, you know, when you're, um, I'm sure everybody can relate to this because I get it all the time. Like uh, your phone will send you that notification. Yes, like, you're, the weekly you're, report. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, do not report me on this. <laughs> I do not want to know. Exactly. Um, although I, it's a little bit, I haven't actually looked uh, deeply into it. Maybe you have, it is like uh, where that time is actually. It does, spent. I've seen it, yeah. Oh yeah, because if it's like sales calls, then like, I, you know, that's not. Right. That's and a lot of my businesses run through social media. So if it's like social yeah. media is like spiked, it's like, okay, well that's, you know, I'm showing up there for a reason. I'm intentionally showing up there, you know? So, mm. uh, and what I try and do, and we talked about this a little bit too, you know, um, when my son goes down for his nap, um, the older, the toddler, um, so he'll wake up about three thirty, four o'clock. So from that time on, I am not in work mode. Like all of my work gets done before he wakes up. So like when he's up, I'm with him. And, you know, if people are, are, are watching me or following me on Instagram at Sandy Glenn on Instagram, um, you'll see me, we're baking, we're in the kitchen, we're at the park, we're, we're doing things because I don't want to be the mom that's like, and, and again, intentionally for myself when, when Jared and I have our conversations and when I am mapping out and planning out, what kind of mom do I want to be? What kind of wife do I want to be? What kind of businesswoman do I want to be? Like part of my role of how, what kind of mom do I want to be? And how do I want to show up is an intentional mother. I don't yeah. want to be on sending off emails and like, okay, great. Like put on a movie for yourself. You know, like I want to be there. I want to be present. Cause I know I'm going to, I'm going to pull on some heartstrings right now, but I know I'm going to wake up in 10, 15, 20 years from now and be like, it just went by so fast. Like my son's three and I'm pulling out, you know, I, I have two boys, so I'm pulling out all the, the, the organized bins of clothes uh, yeah. for, for Jordan that I had for Jake. 
And I'm like, oh my God, like Jakey was just in these and he's three, almost three and a half. And my son's six, six months. Like it's just time goes by so fast. So I want to be so intentional about growing my business, but also as a wife and a mother and the things that are important to me. hundred percent. Yeah. I just visited home and I kind of had a similar talk with my mom at Cause like, and actually from a psychological standpoint, it is so, um, I, I don't remember the exact stat, but there's something where it's like the parenting that you have, like reflects on you as an adult, like, Oh yeah. hundred thousand. Yeah. Like it is uh-huh. so, it is so dramatic the way you turn out when you're older. Oh yeah. In direct correlation with how you were um, uh, fathered or mothered or both, you know, hopefully both uh, when you were younger. Right. Yeah. And, and oh, so yeah. Even though it seems like, oh, they're only one year old, like they won't remember this. Or I don't know if these thoughts ever, I'm not a parent, but I would imagine that might come in your head. Yeah. And like, but it, that's not true. Like it does matter. Like, it's so funny. We were, so we yeah. took Jake to Disney um, as one of his Christmas presents. And, you know, I'm like the protective mom and Jared's like, let's go do the roller coaster. I'm like, he's three, he's three. What do you mean the roller coaster? I'm like freaking out. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like trying to like behind Jake's back, you know, be like, Jared, don't you take him on this thing? No, don't you do it. Don't do it. You know, the the signs and all this. And he's like, you're going to, you're going to like create a complex for him. This and that. I'm like, I'm like, he shouldn't go on it. He shouldn't go on it. So he takes him on. It's like this goofy roller coaster. I mean, look, I was on it. Like I went on it with him too. And I was still like, oh my God, this thing was a little bit intense, but I'm not a roller coaster person. So I go on, the ride gets done. And he's like, that was so much fun. And I'm like, oh, thank God. (laughs) But had I vocalized, because Jared kept saying, stop, you're going to like, you're going to like kill it for him before he even gets to experience it for himself. So like, something as you know little as riding a roller coaster like I don't want him to say I don't want to say be scared of the roller coaster because it looks scary to me as the mommy trying to protect you like I want him to go through an experience and like of course we're going to protect our kids like you know what I mean that's just an a parent's instinct you know we're going to do that automatically and you want to save them from all the things that you know you feel like you know you can save them from but Jared you know is an amazing dad and he's just like He's like, let's go on the roller coaster. And of course me, I'm like trying to protect him. And then he get, he gets off and he's like, that was I, so much fun at the end of the whole day. I said, what was your favorite ride? And he says the roller coaster. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. So, so to your point of like, you know, our parents are shaping things and molding us in ways we don't even know if maybe if I, he did hear me telling Jerry, don't take him, don't take him. Like maybe he wouldn't have gone on it or maybe he just would have freaked himself out to not do that, yeah, you know? never wanted to for a while. Right, but- so I don't want to like, I don't want to impact his judgment based off of my own fears, you know? Um, so, but in parenting, it's such a fine line. Um, and in business too, right? It's such a fine line of like, okay, what was I told? Cause how many of our parents t- have told us like, okay, well maybe don't do that thing. Cause it's risky or don't do this thing, you know, and because they're trying to protect us, not because they have ill will or not because, um, they're trying to like, not have us do something that would be wildly successful. It's because they're trying to protect you, you know? So um, again, whether it's in business or in parenting or just life in general, like we have to be able to say to ourselves, like, what do I want? And like, how is this going to, you know, impact me? And, and as they say, you know, big risk, big rewards. So at the end of the day, like you just have to decide like how much calculated risk or risk in general, are you willing to take for whatever that payoff may be? Mm -hmm. 
And do you, do you think that you kind of got like an extra energy source once you became a pay? So even though you have like less time, but right. like because you are like some, there's two now depending on you. Yeah. Like, yeah. cause I feel like, like you didn't get a lot of sleep last night. And I feel right. like when you don't have like kids, like if I only got four hours, I'd wake up and I'd kind of be like dragging a little bit, you know, like, but like you are full throttle still. <laughs> so I think, do you feel like there's an extra source once you're a parent though? Like, is it? Sure. And I will say, I will say two things. One, um, I'm someone who like, even, even now, but especially before kids, I was so afraid that I was like, oh my God, I need my sleep. Like I need nine hours of sleep. I need to be like, cause if I don't get my sleep, I am not like, I just am a cranky person. You know, I need <laughs> yeah. my sleep. So, um, for sure that is a component of it because you, you pick it up where you can, right? Like if some days I'm like, you know what, I need to take a 30 minute nap. Then I do it. I don't, I don't like not give my body what it needs. Uh, I will say again, my husband's amazing. Cause like he'll take the boys in the morning for an hour. If I don't get sleep at night and I can sleep, you know, a little bit extra mm -hmm. in the morning, meaning until probably like seven 30 or eight. Um, but with also that being said, like as moms, I feel like we have this superpower of like knowing that if things don't get done within the window of time that we need to get it done, it doesn't happen. So like if four o'clock hits or four 30 hits, and I haven't like done whatever I need to do today, the call, the email, the newsletter blast, like whatever I need to do, it's not going to happen. Like it's not going to get done. So there's that little extra push and motivation of like, you need to just do it because if you don't, it's on you and it's only your fault. I mean, it's, it's only ever my fault, our fault individually, right? If something doesn't get done, but you just know there's that extra added pressure because the only option is do it when the day during you're working, or you're going to have to do it at night when they're down for the night. And like, now you're working on the back end. So it's going to, you know, wh where do I need to put that time in to make sure it gets done? But for sure, the energy piece of it, like, kids, they take your energy because you're so tired, but then they give you the energy because you're like trying to keep up. Like I'm the mom yeah. in the, like you saw, like I was in the, I go in the play things. I'm in the, you know, bounce houses with them. Like I'm not the mom that's down on the ground. I'm like in the ball pit with them. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. No. And I think it's, isn't that a productivity like, um, factor set where it's like, um, if you give yourself like a longer time to do something, Absolutely, yeah. then you will take that time. Whereas yep. like, you're like, yo, uh, you know, this kid might be up in an hour. It might be up in three hours. So right. I have to get this done in an hour just in case. Yep. And then yep. you can shorten that. There's actually, there's, um, forget what it's, there's like the 90 day year. There's a, there's yes. a book on that, yes. like how to yep. get something done. So it's interesting how it's just, however much time you give. And obviously some things like a book, if you write a book in an hour, it's probably not the best book. Right. Um, right. Cause that's pretty, that's pretty quick. Um, but you know, with a lot of things we give ourselves the whole day and yeah. you can maybe get it done in like 20 oh, minutes. A thousand like, percent. And I can attest to the, 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 like now having two babies and seeing what like was like, what life was like prior to babies with one baby with two babies, I get more done now and I'm making more now mm -hmm. with two kids in less time than I did with no kids and all the time in the world. Yeah. yeah. You know? So like, it's because again, I know like, and even for example, like when I wrote my book, remember, remember when I was writing the book and I said to you, Tyler, I'm having this baby in July. Yeah. 
I want to make sure we get, and like you and I had this whole conversation of before we started working together, I was like, okay. And, and he came two weeks early, by the way. So there yeah. you go. I mean, there's talk <laughs> about like being unpredictable, right? Yeah. I was like, okay, we're going to, I'm going to like get the book to you by May 1st. Remember we had all these deadlines and I was like, I'm going to get the book to you by May 1st. And then I ended up adding on an extra chapter, but I still got it to you by May 1st. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, are we on track to like, like promote and the PR and all this, all this, you know, all the things that go along with the book promo. And then, and then literally the book launched because it ended up getting pushed back like two weeks or something, the same exact week that Jordy was born. Yeah. And it was just like, <laughs> like I, who could have planned that? And I, and I remember saying to my girlfriends, I go, you know what? Because life is so crazy with coronavirus, we moved in March. So like coronavirus got crazy in March or we moved in March or April. I started writing my book, I think in February, I got it to you by May. So yeah. February, March, April, I didn't know you three moved. months. But yeah. Like in Miami still though, right? Cause so, already, yeah, we, we literally yeah, moved in to a different house in our same neighborhood. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, but it's still, it was like pack up the whole house. Still, Yeah. No, everything. it's a move. A move's a move. Yeah. Yes. So being pregnant and then having the baby, it was like, if that's not it's a, a testament to like what exactly the book is telling you to do, I don't know what it is because it was literally like global pandemic pregnancy, move, writing a book, running a business, running a house, like all the things at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that is definitely, I didn't know about the move. That yeah. adds a lot to it. Yes, yes. <laughs> wow. And then I'm like, we're going to get this, I'm going to get the book to you by May 1st. I'm going to get it to you. Yeah. <laughs> and I did. So, so I want to ask you this too, like um, what, what experiences, and it could be by yourself or with your husband and kids, mm-hmm. like what are some of the best experiences that you've had outside of like work? And then mm-hmm. what are you, do you guys kind of plan for that too? Or is it kind of like, you know, you have two kids, um, you know, Jared's like working full time, like you're working, mm-hmm. I guess, pretty, well, you're working like double time, I guess you, <laughs> uh, you both are right. But what I'm getting yeah. at is like, is there, is there like a two week vacation that you guys have or how do you guys do vacations or do you not maybe? Yeah, no. So we do, we definitely do. Uh, okay. Um, I'll say this. I, because I'm the planner, I will like, I am planning, you know, we just, it was just the holidays. I plan out like holiday cards in like October. I plan out, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, wh- where, where are we doing it? Who's the photographer? What do our clothes look like? Like, I'm thinking so far ahead. Like when I tell you, I map out my quarters, like we do that. Right. So we'll sit down and we'll say like this year, because we didn't, we didn't take any vacation last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared's like, I want to take two vacations this year. Like I want to go on two. I'm like, well, babe, it's kind of dependent on like the world and coronavirus. Like, I don't know about yeah. that, but we'll see. Um, so, so I'm more of the one that's like, we need to do this. When are we going to do it? The logistics of it. And then Jared's like, okay, he's an amazing, like he, I, I, when we got married, I said to him, I go, well, are we going to hire someone to like plan our honeymoon? Like, like a, what do they call it? Like a, um, not a trip advisor. What are they called? Like, a, um, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, the, the person who plans the trips, like the, um, Oh, um, no, not trip advisor. A travel, you know what I'm ta- travel, travel agent. agent. Yes. Yeah. And he goes, I was like what? honeymoon planner. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he goes, uh, he goes, he goes, I'm going to plan that. And I was like, what do you mean? You're going to plan it. He, I have to say is the best at planning the most epic vacations. We uh, went, he would not, he was so mad at me because we went on, um, so our honeymoon was in Italy and we did like Venice, um, Positano, Rome, um, Tuscany, like it was amazing. And then for my baby moon, when I was pregnant with Jakey, we did London, Barcelona, 
and Paris. And I remember, and look, keep in mind, I'm pregnant, right? And we're walking around Paris and I'm like, I'm hungry. Like I need to eat something. Like, I don't care where I just need to eat. He goes, you're going to waste a meal on like a non Michelin star restaurant. And I'm like, I'm starving. (laughs) I just want to eat. So we get to this like little random restaurant. He's like, this is a wasted meal, (laughs) you know? So he loves, like, he's not the planner when it comes to like, you know, when are we going to do this? But like, he will plan a week out. He'll be like, okay, like, I want to take a vacation. We're going to do it now. Whereas for me, I'm more of like the big picture. Like, Mm -hmm. this is what it looks like. Where does this fit in? Where are the logistics of it? And then he's, he's more of the, 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 the micro of the, like, this is exactly when it's going to be. And then like, I'm going to like handle, handle all the vacation stuff. So it's nice. Cause it's like the yin and the yang of it, but it drives me crazy sometimes because I'm like, well, where, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? When are we going to do it? And he's like, I don't know. Like, let's wait till we get there, <laughs> you know? So it's very like, uh, I guess up somewhat of a balance because we have both of those things. And I probably drive him crazy because I overly try and plan everything. So is that kind of like, um, just based off the two things that you said, is it uh, like travel and like kind of new experiences? Is that what you kind of like to do? Yeah, like I love doing experiences because, yeah. you know, just even, you know, like so we did the Disney thing the other day, but not even big things. Like we'll go, we'll take him to the to the swim club or, you know, the, the, the country club here. We'll go there. They have a water park. We'll do, um, we'll go to the park and ride the bike or the scooter, like things like that just as a family to get out of the house and just disconnect, you know, we're attached to our phones every second of the day. And I'll just say, let's put them down for like 30 minutes and go to the park, go for a bike ride, go for a walk, whatever. Um, So as much as we can, because for him, you know, he's the president of a major company. It's not as easy for him. He works for someone else to be like, well, I have to be available. I have to be connected, you know? Um, But that's why it's important for, I feel like for my piece of the puzzle of it, which is like, okay, where we can do it, you know, eight to 10 o'clock at night or vacation here or there as we schedule it, like having that piece of it, because if not, it's so easy not to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now with Clubhouse, that's the only thing that scares me about Clubhouse. Oh yeah, you may never get off your phone. That's that is oh my god. So I was on Clubhouse hosting a room yesterday, and before I got on, Jared goes, "Don't be in there for two hours." I'm like, "No, to be in there for like an hour tops, like tops, tops, tops." I was in there for two and a half hours yeah. moderating this room, and I was like, "Oh my god, he's right," because he he's been on it a little bit longer than I have. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, how did that just happen? I'm like, what just it's happened? <laughs> yeah, it is wild. But yeah. I will say it's amazing to connect with people who you haven't already connected to on other platforms because you're seeing people show up differently and you're actually having conversations versus typing. Like you can talk to them, you mm-hmm. know, even if you go live on um, Instagram or even on Facebook, it's not like an audio video situation. Yeah. Here, you people can show up. It's not video, but it's audio where you can talk back and forth. Which that feature they they don't have open yeah. like that as of right now. Yeah, I love the format because the way I kind of see it, and I'll probably do some in the daytime and stuff. But like yeah. at the end of the day, even if I'm like a little drained and stuff, uh-huh. like you can just kick back on the couch and throw Clubhouse. It's on. like, like li- live it's, podcasting. You know, yeah, like it's not. And I feel like I think I told you I was listening to that one with Billy Jean. Yeah. And stuff. And what's really cool about it is I feel like a lot of these actually not just like um, big brand people, Mm -hmm. but just like anybody like it's you get a different side of people. 
like I was Definitely. like like Ty Lopez was on there and yeah. he was talking and he was saying some stuff that like I just you would never say in like a recorded YouTube interview yeah. Yeah, yeah like it's it's because it, it's off the cuff it's always uh -huh. off the, so, so you yeah. really get that real raw which is nice because like people that do like I'm someone who does better off the cuff like even Me when too, I was yeah. doing <laughs> yeah. when I was when I was doing my um shows and stuff like they would give me scripts like I did a, I shot a few different commercials and shows down here um mm. in Florida and they'd be like here's a script and I'm like why are you giving me a script? You know, I do better when it's just me, you know, like, you know, your flow, you, so, so it's in a way it allows you to feel even more connected because it's not, it's not scripted. It's literally like you talking and, you know, people get to see that more vulnerable, real rawness side of you. Definitely. Yeah. And that, you're, you're going to crush it on that. That's why I'm really excited to die. I was telling you tonight yeah. first because that's me. Like if you give me a script and tell me to do like a video, it's will, too robotic. Yeah, I hate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But if yeah, you're yeah. like, yo, just talk to me about like how to be a better person or something, I'll just be like, all right. And, then I'll just go and, and people like need that. Like I was in a room yeah. this morning and um it was a it was a women's room and they were just talking about self-care and wellness and meditating and all this kind of stuff. And so many of the women, even the room that I hosted, the women were like, We need more of this. Like, we need more people talking about this realness of like these topics of conversation because you know, you go on an interview, it's like the same questions over and over and over again. And I think podcasting as, as great as, as it is, I think that the component of being to have the communication, because like when it's, it's the speaker and the interviewer, right? Like you and I, it's just the two of us. But yeah. if we were talking in a room, there's other people that get to jump in and join the conversation. Yeah. You know? it's awesome. So it's like, it's like this third party that now gets to join in on everything. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's, amazing and a whole new component and it just changes the game <laughs> so yeah no i agree so uh, last question i want to leave it to you like if, is if there's anything else you want to share pl please do and um uh, let us know like socials clubhouse uh, yeah. let us know. <laughs> um, but i want to leave the floor to you in case uh we we didn't hit on anything you wanted to and just yeah the floor is yours yeah no i appreciate that so you know everyone can find me across all the platforms i'm at sandy glant and it's sandy with an i um so s-a-n-d-i glant um and you know if you feel like you're struggling and you're just like you know there's not enough time in my day and you're looking for additional resources to tap into just, and it's not just about getting more done, right? Because like we can all fill our day with stuff. Like that's easy. Like I can fill my calendar with just doing things, right? Keeping busy, but actually being productive and moving the ball forward. The whole reason why I started on this journey of coaching the way that I do and my courses, my programs, the book, all of this is because I've seen how this impacts the women that I work with. I've seen the transformation. And one of my clients said to me, and I love sharing this because it, it depicts and it shows exactly how this works. What she said was your coaching not has not only helped me like as the, the person that's done the coaching with you, yeah. she said, but you have impacted it. She said, it's been a ripple effect. That's the word that she used. She said, it's been a ripple effect in every area of my life. She goes, because I get to show up as a better mom, as a better wife, as a better woman in business. But she goes, you, it's, you have worked with me, but it's been a ripple effect to everybody around me. And that is like 
the greatest testament of all because, I, and again, going back to my book, I didn't grow up with a mom who was like, and look, my mom's amazing, but she just didn't have the skills or look, there wasn't Google. There wasn't like when she was yeah. growing up as a mom, like you had to go to the library and go through books and it wasn't at our fingertips like it is now, you know, so the resources weren't there. So for me, as I was learning this and it was working for me and my clients and, and the coaching and all of these things, I said, because I see how life-changing this is, I want this to be accessible to anyone who wants it. Like anyone that is willing to, to invest that time into themselves, to be the better mom, to be the better wife, the businesswoman. It's not because the information is not out there. You just have to want it. So I would just say, you know, if you feel overwhelmed and look, we all do at times this past year, 2020 was a very overwhelming year for everybody. Um, and the tips that I have in my book, Slay Your Day, uh, with my coaching, with my one-on-one -on -one coaching, my group coaching program, which by the way, I'm going to be starting a new group coaching program starting in February. We're going to start um, promoting that uh, next week. Um, what that does is it gives you the opportunity to step out of feeling overwhelmed and step into feeling like you've got this and there's, you can't put a price tag on that, right? Mm -hmm. Showing up intentionally in those areas with your family and, and like giving yourself that gift because it truly is a gift to be able to say, look, there's busy and I can continue with that. And like, how much longer, like, do I want to go with that? Or do I want to actually learn the ways and the systems and the tools into how I can better channel this and better have it work in my favor and be where I want to be and show up how I want to show up and still make the impact and the income that I deserve, right? And like I was telling you, Tyler, earlier, as my business evolved and the more kids that I have, like I have two kids now and the business is running and we have all these different moving pieces, the, the less time I've worked because I know how to do delegate delete, like I have in my book, my 3D system. Um, but I also know where I need to show up both in my personal and professional life. And if I could give that gift to anyone out there, and I like to say, especially the women, because I feel like we wear a lot of, of extra hats when it comes to running the home and look, the dad's out there. I'm not discrediting y'all, but you know, in terms of running the home and, and the parenting and, and having babies and all the things that, you know, only women can do. Um, it is a gift that you can give to yourself that for the women that I work with that say, I wish I would have done this sooner. It's amazing how transformative it is for their lives. So I just want to say, you know, reach out to me. If you have any questions, um, you can DM me. I'm super, super, um, accessible through Instagram, especially cause I'm always, I'm always on there now clubhouse, yeah. but, uh, Facebook, you know, all the platforms I'm Sandy Glenn across all the platforms. So if you have any questions, you can reach out to me, but my book, um, is through my, my website, sandyglant.com. You can find it there or sandraglant.com and then Amazon Barnes and Nobles. And, um, you know, if you want to just check it out and, and see what those tools are to start that journey, I would highly encourage you to just check out the book so you can start to tap into those resources. Perfect. And thank you again for uh, coming on the show. Thanks so much for having me. This was so much fun. The Authors Unite show is sponsored by AuthorsUnite.com. Your one-stop shop for becoming a profitable author and maximizing your impact. 